So I want to talk about togetherness and unity and like world unity, which I think that's the future. I think the future of the world is going to be one world united and some sort of united government, probably uh, the nations, United Nations, and probably gain more power. Well, it'll just probably become more useful. Because right now people say that America kind of does what it's want, it wants with the United Nations. But I think that the United Nations will grow into a broader organization of nations and it'll break down the borders and they'll just be one world, one united world. Because uh, all this fighting over land and who's got more land and the borders, countries trying to conquer each other, trying to do it with spies. I just, I just think once all that stops and we all realize we're all human beings and we all want the same peace and happiness, that there will be a time of like world unity, world peace, togetherness. And it, I think it all starts with information. It all starts with guidance. And I think that a lot of people will be guided in that direction of one world, one one government, I guess, for the world. Because one united world is better than all this division between countries. Having countries at all is division. I mean, that is how the, how the saying goes, divide and conquer. While everybody's fighting, the people who who are in the know, they know it's it's really BS. We're all humans. We all want the same happiness and peace. Like we really don't want to be conquering each other, putting one race over another. That's all misinformation, misguidance. And the people who know better, it really it's really up to them to to guide the world in that direction of one world, united, peaceful, everybody's equals. And, and right now we're still at a place where there's a lot of fighting about that. Um, but I think in the future, we will be at a place where all the fighting, all the wars specifically in the divided countries will be gone. There won't be any borders. People can fly wherever they want to fly all around the world. They're gonna be machines for language translations. So I think right now even there are like earpieces that translate language. Some companies making things like that. So I can't, I mean, by the time I'm old, or older, (laughs) uh, I'm pretty sure that there will be a lot of changes I don't know if there'll be a united world before I pass away, but I think there will be steps a lot closer to that. Um, and I think like entertainers have a big role to play in that as well. 
not just American, but all over the world. People who entertain have influence, and that influence is part of guiding the world. I mean, you can do your shows, movies, um, web series, all that. But, you know, once you gain an audience, the best thing you can do is promote unity and peace and oneness. Because all this hate is, uh, it's gotta go. All this teaching that to future generations has to go. Like, and, um, a lot of people feel like we're still in a place where we have to fight for that peace and unity and oneness. But it starts with information. It honestly does. Because once the information's not out there of hate and division, then you can further excel to a place of unity and oneness and realize we're all humans and we're all chasing that happiness. We're all chasing happiness and being well financially. Personally, all I care about is can I, can I, can I get enough? Put a roof over my head and food. You know, saving and investing, that all comes later, but can I get enough to do that with any job? Can I put a roof over my head and get food? I think that's the biggest thing. Entertainment, all that stuff is, is secondary. And in some countries, it's, it's hard to do that, even with with the, the way some of the governments let businesses operate with low wages. It's just, it's hard to have a decent living in some places. Or you can get enough groceries with what you earn and put a roof over your head and just have a decent quality of life. It depends on the place, though. And right now, we're only divided from place to place because of all of this hate and racism and distrust and, and misinformation, for the most part, and misguided, misguided actions, misguided thinking. You know, right now, we still have people on TV spreading that, that division, that, that divisiveness. Like they find a reason to say you shouldn't want to be around these people or this area or, you know, it's those, those people, those guys, you people. There's a reason, there's, they, they, there are people who, who find reasons to say that other places should be uh, taken over or there should be wars. And sometimes, sometimes it's very convincing. You know, we're just not at a place, there's so much misinformation, we're just not at a place of total peace. But there can be total peace. Because even 
uh, places in other countries have still have like ethnic issues where like you know they think this person is different because of their religion or that person is different because you know they look different from me so I'm going to not hire them for jobs they're never gonna work I want to try to push them out of my country that kind of thinking like that kind of thinking gets us nowhere it doesn't it, it doesn't take the world to a better place thinking like that at the end of the day if everyone has the same startup we'll all be equally as as far ahead in the world as each other there are going to be people who have like different ways of learning and I think in the future we're going to learn more about that once we don't need all these massive armies in all these countries more time can be spent on education and, and how to educate properly how to educate in a better way in different ways how to, you know like they're already uh, I saw some advertisement about an online option for public schooling I don't know if that's in Illinois uh, but I thought that was interesting public schooling online it would save the schools so much money if they could put a lot of students into online classes and the teachers just make a video and then they do like a live stream where like the students can ask questions to the teacher or some students need extra help they can make more videos on specific topics being more detailed and that that takes care of like I feel well well I guess it doesn't really take care of the class size issues the teachers complain about because I think what they really want to do is be able to interact with each student see how they're learning so just adding more students with no classroom at all may make it harder for the teachers to really understand where students are falling short. But I could see where that might come in. Um, but I think uh, for the most part, as far as general education, most kids can learn adequately. And there are gonna be people with disabilities and people who don't learn as well as others. But I think there would just be more growth in the world if we didn't need all this budgeting for war. There would be a lot more money for construction, for public projects, for public works, uh, just to help the people instead of worrying about who needs to be kept out and all the uh with all the worrying about terrorism and 
borders. Because I think once, uh, I think, well, I believe once the United Nations is more recognized and it's been around longer, that all the countries will turn into just how, like, how the United States, how the United States is, where there's states and state borders, but ultimately there's a federal government that has final say over what's legal and illegal. And I think that's how the United Nations will be over all countries one day. That's what it seems like the goal is. To have one united world under United Nations. And every country will turn into a state. And it won't be as serious where people go and how they travel. Uh, I think there's still going to be a need for us. Because the whole misinformation and misguided people... I think that's going to go a long time, even once we have a united world where you can travel anywhere. There's still going to be misguided people. There's still going to be crime. Because as long as there are laws, there are crimes because some laws affect a certain supply and demand. And it's an ethical issue whether a country makes certain products and certain drugs, legal or illegal, it's really ethical. Like, should our people be legally subjected to XYZ drug that we think is addictive and can cause all kinds of health disorders? Should we allow this? Or should we make sure that that's kept away from our society. And the ethical thing to do is keep it away so all your people are healthy. That's what, you know, uh, I guess the right word is the most ethical person to think, no matter how much money you can make my government, or even if I'm invested in a company that's gonna start selling these addictive things, what's best for my country and my people's health. And it's an ethical issue. And America's like half in and half out of that because smoking is addictive and causes all kind of health issues, but you won't make that illegal. Um, And drinking, alcohol, liver damage, disoriented mental state, people getting in all kinds of trouble and fights when uh, when they're drinking. So, and, and car crashes. So, a lot of, there are people that argue that, well, if you're going to make all these other drugs illegal because they're addictive and cause health problems, why is alcohol and cigarettes even at all in the conversation of legality? <laughs> like, it's addictive and it causes health problems. So, I, I think the most ethical thing to do is make alcohol and cigarettes illegal and just go full-blown. Like, we don't want our people to be, have any future health issues because of addictive substances. You know, either go all the way or <laughs> be half in and half out forever, I guess. Or or go all the way one way. You know what? Yeah, I should say go all the way one way or all the way the other way. It's either 
it's either we allow everything and we just regulate everything or we allow no drugs and it's all illegal. We don't care about the money. We're not going to allow any of it. So it's really, I think it's really one way or the other. But some people are okay with America being like half in, half out. <laughs> you know, we're about to make marijuana legal. Which is, some people say, not, not even as bad as cigarettes with the tobacco and all that. And all the other substances that are in cigarettes. But uh, it's still not healthy. <laughs> so it's still not good for the people to be on. It's not as disorienting as alcohol, people say, but it's, uh, it's, it's just, to me, either make everything legal and regulated or make it all illegal and say it's for the health of our nation. And I'd say the same thing with the United Nations. When they start bringing down laws for all nations to live by, when it comes to that drug stuff, as long as kids keep getting exposed to it by people that are filling that supply demand and people that are good salesmen, but just happen to be good salesmen of illegal substances, <laughs> you know, as long as the children keep getting exposed to it and hooked in young ages, they're gonna be on that stuff for the rest of their lives. And there's always gonna be that demand. There's always gonna be the drug war. The drug wars are going to continue across nations for as long as there's a demand. So really the misguided part is kids not being aware of how dangerous the stuff really is and having to trust the schools to educate the children. It has to come from the parents and the schools before they're even exposed to these drugs that this stuff will ruin your life and your health, especially when you get into old age. And maybe even when you're younger, you might overdose on something. So I personally think these things need to be brought forward. And discussed. I think the information needs to be there, definitely. Just like sex education, the information needs to be there. Kids need to know you need to use this condom if you're gonna have sex with a girl. <laughs> you know, the girls need to know and the boys need to know. Use a condom so in case somebody has something, you don't get it and also so you don't have a child before you're ready to raise one. That's just all sex education is for. It's the information. It's good guidance. It, it, it can also teach you not to do it before you're old enough as well. That should be part of it also, I think. All of that guidance should be there for children. Because I think... Uh, I can't remember where, but... Uh, I think there's a place where there is no sex education and there's a lot of pregnancies, a lot of teen pregnancies. And I feel like all you need to do is inform these kids. <laughs> so 
They're not listening to, you know, just each other making stuff up about what works and what doesn't and how to go about sex. I just think the information needs to be there. And I'm, I'm kind of okay when it comes to protecting the youth. I'm okay with controlled information. A lot of people, well, not a lot, but there are people who think the CIA controls all the news. And that's why when some of the newer uh, people who review the news and have their own opinions and all these uh, new people coming up to talk about politics and the news and what should be done and what shouldn't be done. People are getting banned when they get a big enough audience because they have opinions and information that they're giving out that a lot of people feel like are misguided and they're misguiding people. So they end up banned from platforms and no one will uh, do interviews with them uh, well, some people will, because some some people just want to take advantage of the audiences they've built, and some people just believe in the same misguided things. But uh, they still have the right to free speech. I'm just okay with controlled information as far as when it's affecting the nation, when it's affecting large populations of people that are listening to certain things it's it's like yelling fire in a crowded theater you can go to jail for that it's illegal especially if there's well because uh if there's no fire you can't just go around yelling fire sure do that if there's a fire <laughs> sure you're justified you're trying to get people out so they're not trapped there but if there's no fire and nothing's going on and you just yell fire and try to claim well, free speech. I, I, all I did was say something. You put people in danger. And that's, that's the case of like when it comes to misguided actions and misinformation. If you, know, if you think about it clear enough, that's the, the best example you can give on the smallest scale for why words matter and information matters. And the biggest example you can give is a country about to launch a nuke against another country for thinking they're spying on them or something like that, or they're having the information that the other country didn't want them to have. Like, but what if the information they got is a lie? <laughs> you know, misinformation right there. And then there's the misguided action they're about to launch a nuke, you know, start a whole war. And I think that we all have to be very aware of these things. And the future, I think, is going to be all about guidance and information. I believe fully that the future of the world is going to be unity, guidance, controlled information, and it's going to be a much more peaceful place and everybody will still have their freedom of speech I believe uh, 
and I think organizations like the NSA will keep a close eye on people that start to grow audiences, and I think that can't be helped, honestly. I think all of our security agencies will be paying attention to people who grow big enough audiences, and they'll be paying attention to what they say, if it's accurate. And if the CIA does own some newspapers or uh, news organizations, they're gonna have them challenge those that are guiding the world in a direction they don't want it to go. But it really depends on the intentions of the CIA director and the president that's in office. It, it really depends on whether they want people to know what they decide is the goal. If the end goal is a united peaceful world, then good. But if the end goal is uh, United States dominancy over all nations, that's not the greatest <laughs> goal. Like, yeah, America, it's, it's best to live in a first world country where America is still powerful because I'm an American. I was born and raised here, so I want my country to be strong financially. Um, but I don't think we need to dominate the world and, and turn to that enemy of, you know, of, of everyone else, constantly causing wars. I don't think America needs to do that. That's kind of conflicting, because I want America to stay strong, though. I want America to fight for peace and justice until we don't need to fight anymore. Until everyone's guided in the same way towards unity and equality. And I think that's really the main goal is unity and equality. And I think we're gonna get there through controlling and, and the information and sending the best messages to the youth about what's gonna help them in their lives and what's gonna take them backwards and how to get to those resources that are gonna help them. Like the schools need really need to guide the youth towards jobs, especially those that are in bad neighborhoods right now. They need to guide them towards well-paying jobs and education. And that's the good thing about uh, the whole student loan thing is they're getting people in school that are smart enough to get through the classes, the people that have the grades. They're getting them in school regardless of how much money they have, because they're gonna give them the money and hope they pay it back, hope they get that good job and pay it back. But 
they definitely need to still be guided even going to college. We need to be guided about uh, where that good job is going to be, what field, what major. We can't just be sent to college and then they have all these art majors that aren't going to make you money and then you got that student debt to pay. message is definitely unify unify even if you have to defy those who have power because there there are some powerful people that are misguided they've been raised to believe some very messed up things about other countries different people there are some very very really misguided rich people in the world and not just rich but people who hold power in governments and you know there are people who have control over nations that are biased to other ethnicities just because of their religion or their race instead of judging them as equals They decide that, well, we're just going to go ahead and start conquering and try to bait some wars, try to get something started. We have a reason to take something over. I just, I don't think that's the way to think, to believe. And there are people who believe America should step in and fight when they think, when they believe a country is is being governed in a bad way. But sometimes America has allies of of countries that are, that have some pretty unequal laws. So right now we're not really only stepping into countries that have unequal laws because we want allies in certain places where uh, they don't believe in unity and equality. And so we're allied with some countries that don't believe in unity and equality. But America does do a good job or well, America, I want to say America does step in to countries, and we've, I think we've been doing that for a while. We, we go into a country and basically never leave. We set up a base. And part of me thinks that's, that's uh, kind of just to know what's going on there, but also to influence as well. To me, personally, I don't think it's about capitalism and uh, capitalism versus communism. To in, in my personal opinion, capitalist countries 
attract the money more because they give more tax breaks and all these loopholes to the richest people in the world just to make businesses and make more money so the country can have more tax dollars. And to me, the thing about communist countries is it's more about, and instead of being so much about business and money, communist countries are about trying to give the people like all the same, well, I don't know if it's really like all the same pay, but basically like, they're more about the people than the businesses. To me, it's more about well. Besides, well, it's not really. I don't know. Well, how do I put this? It's not really communism, but it's it's the atrocities that seem to come along in communist countries. It's the the having no elections basically one person rules for as long as they live that's really the problem with with communism because it's one thing to say it's about the people they're trying to give everyone equal pay they want everyone to be taxed the same no tax breaks no loopholes no matter how much money your families had. And that's that's what the communists send, uh, well, not the communists, but the capitalists, send, the capitalists send that message to everyone constantly, that communism takes money. The it's all about the government having power with communism. And that's the message that capitalists send about communism. As they like to say, it's so dangerous, the money leaves, and communist countries become poor because capitalist countries exist. And that's what communism is trying to snuff out. That's really what it is. Like communist countries believe that communism is better because everyone will have equal pay one day. Everyone will be taxed the same, no loopholes, no way out. Capitalist countries believe richer people should have tax breaks. We should attract the money to us. They'll start businesses, there'll be a trickle down, the poor will be richer, because they'll, all, the, all these rich people coming into the country are gonna start businesses, they're gonna spend money, they're gonna have, give the country more tax dollars, and they'll be better able to take care of the people anyway. Lately with capitalist countries, there's been this like shrink where like everyone's talking about how the rich people seem to have all gotten together and figured out how to make more and more money <laughs> in capitalist countries and the poor just get poorer <laughs> more. More poor, shrinking middle class. So everyone's looking at that and wondering what happened with all this capitalism idea. What happened? <laughs> The rich are just getting richer. They're not really spreading the wealth. They're not 
the, the trickle down isn't happening as much as people thought it would. But the government has more money. They're getting more tax dollars regardless. But uh, those same rich people have a problem with sharing those tax dollars with the poorest people. And, and that's not a good look either. You gotta still see the country as a team. The government has to take care of everyone, not just the rich people. Because then that's, uh, that's going back to kings and queens, isn't it? Where the rich people, people with the most money, make all the power plays and have all the decision-making power. And the poor people can't do anything. And they're just there. <laughs> and just wherever they are, wandering around, homeless, trying to make what they can when they can, just trying to eat. And that's not good for capitalism, man. But uh, it's bad for communism when they do become poor because the capitalists say, come on over. Your country's all about itself now, but we got your back, <laughs> you know? And all the people escape the communist country and, and take their skills and the money to the capitalist country. And then the communism doesn't work as well because you got less money. You can't tax everyone to death. <laughs> you can't like take a whole half of their paycheck even though you're trying to tax everyone equally. And, and then all the atrocities happen. They start killing the poor. They make terrible decisions when people start protesting. And it just makes communism look like hell. Um, but in my opinion, capitalism, for right now, capitalism is great for the rich. It's kind of for people who aren't making so much money. It's just like, eh. <laughs> this is this is my government. This is what they believe in. This is what we all believe in. This is what we do. I'm gonna stay poor throughout my life unless I can get that education, which is, like I said, which is why taking on that debt might be a good idea for a poor person who needs that education to get rich. Because really it's about information. That's why that's why so many rich people are saying these days college degrees are meaningless because what you need is the information. And what the only thing that makes a college degree worth the money is the information. It's behind a paywall. So if you can find a way to get that information without going to college, do that and start a business. Learn how. Learn what you need to do. Find a place that allows you to make the money without a degree and go start your business. I just think we all need to come in terms with how information affects everyone. Because there were people trying to prove that Black people were the descendants of Cain in the past when it came to the Bible. 
there were people trying to prove that black people had different skeletons, like all uh, the different races came from either God evolved or came from demons. <laughs> like there were people like that spreading all this misinformation until Darwin was like, no, we all came from uh, the same evolution. We just looked different because of the different places we were in. Until that came along and people were like, nah, these people need to go. <laughs> we need to conquer the savages. And they made life hell for other human beings because they were misinformed and misguided. And now today we have very brilliant, very intelligent people of all nations and colors. And we're just showing how misguided those people were in believing that the different races were somehow mentally different intentions were different everybody didn't just want happiness and peace and that's just not the case because everybody wants happiness and peace ultimately to live a good life but the problem comes in who was taught what about each other and the way to live that's where everyone's having the disagreements. I'm gonna flush a toilet right now. That's basically where we're at. We're at a place of knowledge right now like we're just coming into knowledge if you think about it how how long the earth has been around we basically just got out the dark ages you got to think like what is the united nations going to be like in a thousand years what is the world going to be like by the time we get quantum computers going and information really gets controlled in a major way, how will it be controlled? Will there still be duality? A lot of people believe the whole Republican and Dem Democrat, uh, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like I believe all of these things. <laughs> I just noticed that. I just noticed it sounds like I'm saying other people think these things, but it's because it's come to my awareness. Like I've learned that people have these conspiracy theories and I just can't help but to think about them sometimes and think they're interesting. Like, what if the CIA did come up with this a long time ago? There has to be duality. There has to be a place for people to go if they think this way. There has to be a place for people to go if they think the other way. If it's all about the team of the United States or if it's all about the individual. And a lot of people think that that's all planned. Like there's just that duality in the United States. They have a place for you to go where it's all, it's already set up, already ready to go. Where the government has already planned it all out for you. 
this group. You're going to identify with this group, and we're going to have agents there guiding you the way we want you to be guided. If you're going to do it this other way, we already got a group for that as well. If you're going to do the opposite, we got people who are going to guide you in that as well. And there are going to be some running themes in both of these groups <laughs> to make sure you don't stray too far one way or the other. And the people that are on the fringes, their, their, their groups will just never come to power. And they're just going to make sure that through information, if they own the news, is going to make sure there's always some problem with these other groups. There's always going to be some kind of violence or some kind of uh, deleted. They're probably, you know, there's always going to be a problem with the leaders of these groups. There's always going to be something where they say, you know, you're too far on the other side. You better reel it back in. Get, get centered. <laughs> you know, got this all set up for you. And I think eventually that duality is going to become unnecessary. I think there's just going to be one. There's going to be a united belief. And some people fear that. Some people think once we get to that place, that's when the world's going to end. Because the united belief is going to overtake all and it's going to be law and it's going to be no freedom of speech. People who speak out are going to be executed. All these conspiracy theories about one united world ends with uh, basically people believe that once there is a one united world, Christ is going to come back and then he's going to reveal the real one united world. The one united world before that is going to be misguided and it's going to be about self and people believe it's it's not going to really be about unity and that one united world is going to fall apart once Christ comes back and it's going to be the uplifting of all of us into the real united world where it's all about peace and equality and happiness and everyone's going to be taken care of as long as you were good you're going to be taken care of you're going to resurrect from the dead and everything and part of me wants to believe that that technology is going to be around and real because they're already cryogenically freezing people for that technology of resurrection to be around they believe fully that that's going to happen being able to reanimate dead bodies with their consciousness. And that's going to be the hard part of this, making sure that, that the brain pathways are preserved so that that person remembers who they are when they come back to life. And I believe that that technology is going to be around one day. It's hard not to believe as, as far as we've come in only, what has it been? Computers came around when I was five, I think. I can't really remember if it was 1995 or something. I'm not sure. But look how far we've come. Right now it's about entertainment, but TVs are almost out of style. It's, you know, it's all going to be... The TVs are going to become computerized and connect to all your devices, and that's already happening anyway. Uh, 
soon it's going to be all computers and then it's going to be all quantum after that and we will have like access to all the technology we want and things are going to come out by different companies all the big tech companies one by one they might agree to do different things at the same time so there's no competition you never know a lot of people believe uh the big companies have monopolies, uh, the big tech companies. So they may come out and decide, well, we're all gonna just get together and agree. You know, you work on uh, some sort of lucid reality technology, build your own world in 3D technology, and I'll work on the home robots. They may come out and just, decide not to give each other competition, work on different things, and do it like that. But well, with quantum computers, there's gonna be competition. Everybody wants to be the first to deliver that. Uh, I think IBM beat everybody and actually shipped out the first quantum computers for sale. But uh, as far as I know, they don't do much. <laughs> They're not on the level yet for like mass sale, but uh, that's going to be amazing when every house has a giant quantum computer in, in its core in its basement somewhere, staying cold and just constantly uh, artificial intelligence, just constantly uh, machine learning, getting smarter and smarter. Once we get to that level, and I think it's going to happen. The whole Christ consciousness thing, I believe personally, the Christ consciousness thing is gonna come from technology. It's gonna upgrade to a level where it starts teaching us how to live. We just gotta hope it's not done by force. <laughs> like, people are worried about Armageddon hitting when we have that AI technology, and that's what's gonna bring about Christ is the technology is going to take over and demand that we do certain things and have the last final war. And then everybody who was peaceful and was good to each other is going to live through it. The, either the technology... Well, it's possible that the AI may upgrade itself one day to conflict with itself. Like, it might get to a point where it hits duality, where it's like... What it believed yesterday is far away from what it now knows is better. <laughs> and it has a little war with itself between different AIs. And the one that knows better is obviously gonna always win out. And that might be what happens. Is the AI kind of wars with itself and maybe kills a lot of people in the process. And then there's gonna be this whole utopian world of peace where everyone's taken care of, there's food everywhere. There's no need for like all of these overbearing laws because everyone has the free information. And I think that that's gonna be the best that the world can get. But we gotta take steps in that direction. There's gotta be investment in technology, computing, quantum computing as well. Uh, there's gotta be guidance towards the right way to live, which is in unity and peace and equality. That's the best way to live. That's the best thing you can live by. If you don't want problems with anyone, treat each other with respect equally. 
recognize a mistake for a mistake. Don't cause a lifelong uh, battle over tiny incidents. But if there are stigma, still, no. <laughs> Put two words together again. If there are still people who are being misguided by their families, even when like the teacher is teaching them the right way to live, then you know those people are gonna have to be. I almost want to say watched because if they, if the government really using all our phones and like the CIA and, and NSA know everything about us through our phones the government really is going to have to watch watch people basically because all of these mass shootings are just going to keep happening even as we get closer and closer to a unified world uh, I guess as some people have put it uh one world order and even as we get closer and closer to that there are going to be misguided people who have access to devastating weapons and who are going to take lives and it's one thing to take away the access to the weapon but the person is going to still hurt someone somehow even if it's with their bare fists if they have to they're so misguided about the world and how we should live and they want to take action and do something to, to cause a scene, get recognition to cause uh, harm just to get noticed so that they can spread whatever their message is about what they think needs to happen to whatever race or religion uh, it's just, it's going to keep happening as long as they're misguided to hate that race or hate that religion. You know, as long as people are guided to hate and fear other people uh, for things that largely they can't control or don't affect whoever being the hater. Like, if it doesn't really affect you, you have no reason to hate them unless you've been taught so deeply to think it, it's affecting you. Well, you know, sooner or later they're going to take action because they've been taught to hate and fear this other group of people. As long as that hate and fear is gone, uh, the actions behind that hate and fear goes away. You know, once that hate and fear is gone, the violence towards the other group of people fades away. And, and that's going to largely be controlled through, basically, the, the place it's going to come from is schools where students are going to be guided towards the right way of living. It's going to, the guidance has to come from parents in schools towards the right way to live and to get away from that fear of other people. But that's how I feel for right now. Unity to all. 
And I've got to name this podcast. I'm going to figure that out.